Hello there, Druun. Hope you're finding some cozy warmth on this drizzly Saturday in San Francisco. Yep, it's a day for the raincoats with highs hitting 52 degrees and lows at 46. Perfect weather to catch up on the latest headlines. And speaking of which, we've got some important stories to share with you today. First up, Elon Musk is taking legal action against OpenAI, its co-founders and affiliated entities. He's alleging they've strayed from their nonprofit mission of developing AI for humanity's benefit by chasing profits instead. I'm Steve Onsker. And I'm Jonathan Martin. You're listening to The Briefing Room from PocketPod News. Over in the world of geopolitics, Russian state media and online accounts tied to the Kremlin are under scrutiny for spreading disinformation about U.S. immigration and border security. It's part of an ongoing effort to stoke discord ahead of the 2024 election, aiming to weaken support for Ukraine amidst rising tensions between Democrats and Republicans over immigration policies. And in financial news, stocks were on the move Friday. Companies like Dell Technologies and NetApp Inc. saw their fortunes rise with strong financial forecasts, while New York Community Bancorp faced challenges with the departure of its CEO and internal control issues. From lawsuits shaking up the tech world to international disinformation campaigns and significant stock movements, we've got all angles covered for you today. So stay with us. We've got the news you need to start your day right here in the briefing room. This message is brought to you by PocketPod. Say goodbye to one-size-fits-all podcasts and hello to a fully personalized listening experience with AI-crafted podcast made just for you. Head over to PocketPod.app to join the waitlist. It seems like a clash of titans in the tech world is unfolding. Absolutely. Elon Musk, a name synonymous with innovation and disruption, has filed a lawsuit against OpenAI, an organization he helped found. The issue at hand? A deviation from its original mission. Musk accuses OpenAI of shifting from a nonprofit entity focused on benefiting humanity through AI development to pursuing profits in partnership with Microsoft. This lawsuit is not just about breach of contract. It's about the future direction of AI development. To delve deeper into this groundbreaking lawsuit and its implications for the tech industry and AI governance, we're joined by PocketPod News business correspondent Leah Haynes. Leah, Musk's move is pretty significant. What can we expect from this legal battle? Absolutely, Steve. Elon Musk's lawsuit against OpenAI, its co-founders and affiliated entities, is a pivotal moment not just for the parties involved, but for the broader tech industry and the field of artificial intelligence. At its core, Musk accuses OpenAI of straying from its founding mission as a nonprofit, dedicated to benefiting humanity through AI development. Instead, Musk claims OpenAI has veered towards a profit-oriented model in partnership with Microsoft. This shift is at the heart of Musk's concerns and forms the basis of his legal action. That sounds quite serious. Can you tell us more about the specifics of the lawsuit? Certainly. The lawsuit was filed in San Francisco and alleges that OpenAI breached their original agreement by transitioning from a nonprofit entity into a for-profit company focused on commercializing AGI, or artificial general intelligence research, in collaboration with Microsoft. This move, according to Musk, essentially privatizes technologies that were developed under the pretense they would be freely available to the public. And what about Musk's own contributions and his reasons for initiating this lawsuit? Elon Musk was not only an early backer, but also a co-founder of OpenAI. Between 2016 and September 2020, he donated over $44 million to support its mission. 
However, Musk alleges he was misled into supporting OpenAI under the premise that it would remain a nonprofit organization focused on open source development in AI. His departure from OpenAI's board in 2018 and subsequent launch of GrokthruX, formerly Twitter, last year seemed to mark his growing concerns over OpenAI's direction. There's also mention of Microsoft's role in this situation. How are they tied into this lawsuit? The relationship between OpenAI and Microsoft is indeed significant here. After partnering with Microsoft, who invested approximately $13 billion into OpenAI, the lawsuit claims that OpenAI has started primarily serving Microsoft's interests rather than those of the public at large. Evidence cited includes statements by Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella that suggest a close alignment between Microsoft's corporate goals and OpenAI's operations. And what about GPT-4? I've heard it mentioned in connection with these allegations. Yes, GPT-4 is right at the center of these allegations. Musk claims GPT-4 represents AGI or artificial general intelligence and accuses both OpenAI and Microsoft of improperly licensing this technology for private gain, something he argues goes against the nonprofit ethos that originally governed its development. Finally, there are concerns about changes in board composition under Sam Altman's leadership. That's correct. The lawsuit criticizes these changes as moving away from technical expertise or substantial background in AI governance towards individuals who might prioritize profit-centric enterprises or political agendas over AI ethics and governance, highlighting another aspect where Musk sees deviation from original intentions. It seems like there are multiple layers to this story, all pointing towards significant implications for AI governance and ethical considerations in tech development. Absolutely, Steve. This legal battle underscores deep-seated concerns about whether tech enterprises can drift away from their founding principles toward more profit-driven approaches, especially when such shifts may impact societal welfare at large. Thanks for those insights, Leah. Thank you for having me, Steve. As we edge closer to the 2024 presidential election, a new strategy by Russia is coming to light, one that could have far-reaching implications for American politics. Indeed, recent reports indicate a significant shift in Russia's disinformation campaigns. This time, the focus is on U.S. immigration and border security, aiming to polarize American public opinion and weaken support for Ukraine amid ongoing conflicts. From social media posts to online videos and articles, these efforts misrepresent facts or amplify misleading narratives. But it's not just about immigration. It's part of a broader attempt to influence U.S. political discourse. And with technology like artificial intelligence only making disinformation more convincing, the challenges in combating these campaigns grow more complex by the day. PocketPod News World Affairs correspondent Rose Fletcher joins us now to delve deeper into Russia's tactics and their potential impact on American democracy and international relations. Rose? Thanks, Jonathan. It's crucial to understand that Russia's efforts to influence American perceptions on immigration and border security are part of a broader strategy aimed at polarising US public opinion. This shift towards focusing on domestic US issues, particularly immigration, marks a significant evolution in their disinformation campaigns, especially as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Can you give us a summary of how Russia is spreading misleading content about U.S. immigration policies? Absolutely. Russian state media and Kremlin-linked online accounts have been actively engaging in spreading misinformation about U.S. immigration policies and border security. 
their aim appears to be to stoke division and discord ahead of the election. They've been misstating the impact of immigration, highlighting isolated crimes by immigrants and even promoting anti-immigration rallies with a notable focus on Texas. Just this month, dozens of pro-Russian accounts have been identified posting misleading content about U.S. immigration. Interesting, Rose. How has Russia's focus shifted from Ukraine to now targeting U.S.-focused issues like immigration? After spending nearly two years propagating disinformation related to its invasion of Ukraine, Russia's disinformation apparatus has indeed pivoted towards targeting divisive U.S. political issues such as immigration. While eroding support for Ukraine remains a key goal for Russia, diversifying its tactics to include hot-button issues likely to divide, Americans signifies an adaptive strategy in their broader information warfare playbook. What platforms are being used for these disinformation campaigns? The disinformation is spread across a variety of platforms, including social media posts on sites like RT and Sputnik, encrypted messaging sites, and even through fake news outlets masquerading as legitimate sources. Notably, some Russian state media accounts that were banned from mainstream platforms continue to reach large audiences through alternative sites or by repurposing content specifically for American viewers. And what could be the potential impact on the 2024 U.S. election and support for Ukraine? The campaign aims to skew American public opinion at a time when support for Ukraine is critical, particularly under President Biden's administration, which has shown strong support compared to many Republicans' views. With more than half of Republicans believing the US is over-investing in Ukraine aid, Russia's campaign could further exploit this sentiment and influence electoral outcomes. It seems like combating this kind of disinformation is becoming increasingly challenging. Indeed it is, Jonathan. The evolving online landscape presents significant challenges in fighting disinformation. Platforms like X, formerly Twitter, have reduced content moderation efforts while TikTok's ties to China have raised additional concerns about foreign influence operations online. Additionally, advances in artificial intelligence are making it easier to create convincing fake audio or video content that can be difficult for the average viewer to identify as false. Lastly, Rose, can you touch on the long-term strategy behind these disinformation campaigns? America's adversaries have been laying the groundwork for influencing U.S. politics well before election cycles through building networks and exploiting divisions within society. Effective information operations are not solely reliant on direct interventions, but are bolstered by years-long efforts to study political landscapes and cultivate polarisation, which makes them particularly insidious. This multifaceted approach underscores broader challenges facing democracies today, namely how to protect against misinformation in an era where digital platforms can be exploited by foreign adversaries seeking to destabilise political processes and erode trust in democratic institutions. That was PocketPod News World Affairs correspondent Rose Fletcher. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Jonathan. In the world of finance, stocks move for a myriad of reasons, from earnings surprises to executive shakeups. Right, and today's trading day was no exception. We saw significant movements across the board, including technology giants like Dell Technologies and banking institutions such as New York Community Bancorp. And it wasn't just about earnings. Internal issues and financial forecasts played a big role, too. For instance, Sweetgreen provided an upbeat revenue forecast, while Ginkgo Bioworks faced a downturn after disappointing investors with theirs. Indeed. 
To unpack these movements and what they mean for investors and the broader economy, we're joined by PocketPod News visiting business analyst Anthony Byers. Anthony, let's start with Dell Technologies. They've seen a significant stock price jump. What's driving this optimism? Absolutely, Steve. Dell Technologies surge in stock price up $29.93 to $124.59 is primarily attributed to their strong fourth quarter financial forecast. This kind of positive movement is a clear indicator of investor confidence in Dell's future performance. Essentially, investors are betting that Dell's strategic decisions and market position will continue to strengthen, leading to sustainable growth and profitability. That makes sense. Now, shifting gears a bit to New York Community Bancorp, they're in a different situation with the departure of their CEO and internal control issues. Can you elaborate on that? Of course. New York Community Bancorp saw its stock price drop by $1.24 to $3.55 after announcing the departure of its longtime CEO. Additionally, they've delayed their annual report due to material weaknesses in internal controls. This kind of announcement raises red flags about governance and financial reporting practices within the bank, which understandably concerns investors about the bank's stability and future prospects. Interesting contrast there with Dell Technologies. Moving on, Autodesk also had some news. They reported earnings that surpassed expectations. Yes, Autodesk's stock rose by $6.57 to $264.74 after reporting fourth-quarter earnings that beat Wall Street's expectations. The company's performance underscores strong demand for its design software solutions across various industries. It's an indication that Autodesk is effectively capitalizing on market opportunities and possibly gaining competitive advantages. NetApp also seems optimistic about their future earnings potential. Indeed, Steve, NetApp's share increase by $16.19 to $105.31 comes after raising its profit forecast for the year. This adjustment likely reflects positive business developments or operational efficiencies within the company, painting an optimistic picture of NetApp's financial health moving forward. What about Sweetgreen? They've provided a strong revenue forecast as well. Sweetgreen stock going up by $3.62 to $16.36 signals robust growth prospects for the restaurant chain. This forecast likely reflects successful strategies or market expansion plans being executed by Sweetgreen, indicating potential value for investors looking at long-term growth opportunities within the food industry sector. And PlugPower had some financial concerns previously? Right, Steve. PlugPower informed investors it resolved financial issues that previously threatened its operations continuity, which resulted in their stock going up $0.36 to $3.89. Addressing these concerns was crucial for restoring investor confidence in Plug Power's stability and growth potential amidst an increasingly competitive alternative energy sector. Lastly, we have Ginkgo Bioworks with a disappointing revenue forecast. Exactly. Ginkgo Bioworks' shares fell 23 cents to $1.29 following a disappointing revenue forecast shared with investors, which could indicate slower growth or competitive pressures facing the biotechnology firm. Such forecasts can be particularly concerning for investors looking at biotech firms as high-growth opportunities, but also come with higher risk profiles due to the nature of biotechnological development cycles. Anthony Byers from PocketPod News Visiting Business Analyst Team has given us quite an overview today on these significant stock movements across various sectors. Thanks for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Steve. It was great discussing these important financial updates with you. And that's The Briefing Room for Saturday, March 2nd, 2024. I'm Jonathan Martin. And I'm Steve Onsker. Thank you for listening, Druin. 
We hope you have a good day, and we will see you tomorrow. This podcast was created by PocketPod entirely with AI. If you'd like to learn more, head over to pocketpod.app.